the bits over Broadway. Welcome to the second episode of Bits Over Broadway. Bits. I'm Meryl Kay. And I'm Connor Rallier. Wow. We're here. Um, we're doing it again. I can't believe it. We... They're, they're letting us do this again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who they are, but it's happening. <laughs> the internet is letting us do this again. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. So this week, uh, we are throwing format out the window because, as I have always said, it's best to just... Give the elevator pitch and then immediately abandon the elevator pitch one episode in. Right. So the original pitch for this podcast was uh, (laughs) Connor knows so much about musicals and knows so many musicals and I know five. (laughs) (laughs) So Connor would kind of educate me. But this week we are talking about Little Shop of Horrors, uh, which is a long time probably mm-hmm. like top five show for me i love little shop of course it's an incredible show yeah it's really really good it's um a fun campy mm-hmm. dark um anyway we'll get into it um but our guest this week is our engineer nick what pierce Yay! hello how's it going <laughs> <laughs> thanks for um Getting on the mic, Nick. Yeah, no problem. Really, really appreciate it. Easy. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> Nick is a good friend of both of ours, yeah. and uh, he so generously has offered up his recording equipment for us to do this very stupid podcast. Thank you so much for allowing you, us Nick. to be white <laughs> on I mean, the so internet. He lets us drink beers in his living room and talk about <laughs> musical theater. I mean, um, this equipment's just been sitting, so. Yeah. <laughs> so now we're going to make you work. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Now you're going to talk to us about Little Shop. Uh, so let's for just, sure. I mean, do you guys have anything you want to talk about before we talk about this musical, you're going to talk about, you know, your thoughts on just life or musings <laughs> on art. <laughs> um, well, I feel like this is just like a really deconstructionist, <laughs> like a really... Like oh, I thanks, really Connor. That's all the time with, we've got. Okay, uh, bye, thanks guys. for listening. <laughs> um, okay, yeah. So, guys, please be proud of me. I did my homework this week. Yay. I took notes, you guys. You did better than I did. Thank you so much. Last week, yeah, Connor had the notebook, but... <laughs> We'll rotate. That's right. Yeah. Next, Next week, week Nick has the notebook. He's right. not talking. Not talking. But he will He'll have the notebook. He'll hold the notebook up to like show cue it cards. to us. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We're going to run this like an SNL op. Yeah. Just everything's written on cue cards. Nick is throwing them yes. behind him as we go. And we're not going to edit that sound out because we no. want it to be authentic. In fact, I'm going to do some Foley work to enhance yeah. the sound. It's yeah. It's just... <laughs> Was that good? Yeah, no, that <laughs> Did was that great. sound like a car? I, I didn't know where Can we starting get like this one week? more sample just in case? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, yeah, let me yeah, take yeah, it again. Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. You guys like that? Cut, print, check the gate. Um, <laughs> <laughs> please don't quote How the Grinch Stole Christmas at me. Uh, not um, today. I try to live my life <laughs> as the Grinch and because I feel like it's important folks. to keep Christmas in our hearts all year round. <laughs> Christmas in May, guys. That's what they say. Um, I mean, isn't that what Memorial Day is? <laughs> yeah, remembering Jim Carrey's past performances in movies that have horribly bombed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. R.I.P. How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Wait, yeah, I love that movie. I that movie was bad. Yeah, it did not do well. I'm pretty <laughs> sure it got like, panned. <laughs> 
pretty universally reviled except by weirdos like us maybe okay, not perfect because if you have a correction <laughs> please don't tweet at me please <laughs> not interested <laughs> uh let me live in my own world where i think i'm very cool for loving something everyone hates yeah that is an angle no one's tried yeah this thing that i love you probably haven't heard of it you probably hated it but i love it <laughs> it's a new personality i, I don't like think it. anyone's done that before no. and i'm gonna make it my no yeah it's I, gonna be I my think, thing like you should definitely be the person to like bring that forward yeah i think everyone's gonna really like it yeah for and sure everyone's gonna be very into it oh yeah and i, I mean like you're in brooklyn so it's like really hip and it's like really cool and exactly like, it'll catch fire i think so too yeah so Anyway, those are my plans for the week. <laughs> <laughs> it all starts with Jim Carrey as the Grinch. Yeah. <laughs> He's naked. He has hair glued to his butt. So I just feel like. Wait, I, you don't? Uh, it's not glued. I'm just like, <laughs> that was gross. I'm so sorry, you guys. <laughs> sorry, I set up wow. that joke and it was. Wow, it was. You gr- weren't ready. Like, no. As it was coming out of my <laughs> mouth, I was really mad about it. I was just like. <laughs> don't do it. I was just I like, you know, yes and. Yeah. So I'm just going to yes and my way right to the grave. Don't do that. <laughs> Take me down with you. You rat bitch. Um, okay. We haven't decided yet if I was just going to is... ask, are we censoring? Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> should, should I beep this yeah, later? Yeah, but I want it not beeped. I want it an air horn. I want it to be... Like, <laughs> like, like a ham yeah, horn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a ham horn. Yeah. Yeah, every time I uh, curse. Anyway, we're cursing. We couldn't quite decide if Fuck we were. It. But last week, wow, Connor Nick told someone to lick his left hip. So. I forgot <laughs> that I said that. And then I listened to the episode and I was like, I was like why well, did I say that? Connor, like 10 minutes in, went hard. Like, <laughs> holy shit, Connor. Uh, so anyway, if you're my mom, stop listening to this. <laughs> I've already talked about hair on butts. So she's definitely turned it off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're good. We're good. So it's exciting. Explicit. Um, <laughs> also, a disclaimer: uh, the school Connor and I went to is not unaccredited. <laughs> Connor was really worried when we got off the m- when we finished taping last episode. He's like, I feel like we really attacked, possibly in an offensive way, our alma mater. And I don't know that I agree, but <laughs> I will apologize for it. I, mean, I do like- feel like probably some people might think that I did go to an unaccredited college and <laughs> i didn't my degree is real please hire me um no even it was if a you good pro- gradu- it was like a fun program yeah no it was great it was great we loved all of our teachers we just loved to joke and yeah we loved to it. it's a self-deprecation we just feel like mizzou is an extension of ourselves yeah so, so it is accredited it's a great school <laughs> m-i-z go tigers Z-O-U. whatever that's the one <laughs> how long do i have to keep apologizing no for, i for we, I, didn't, I didn't even ask you to apologize so <laughs> i know i just felt like i needed to i just felt bad i listened here's the thing I love the sound of my own voice, and I listened <laughs> to the cut of our first episode like six times. Oh yeah, same. Um, and I was like, "All right, fine. Maybe I went a little, a little too hard." That's okay. So I still it's a retraction. I was, I was listening to it in uh, my day job, and when you said possibly unaccredited, I started laughing in the office. <laughs> See, so it's a joke it that keeps a working, good folks. Joke. I laughed here. Yeah. Like, yeah. Nick, Nick didn't even go to that school and he still thought it was funny. So, right. Anyway, it's a good school. Go there. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> it's my ringing endorsement. Go it's good. There. I have a minimum wage job. <laughs> go there. <laughs> 
Uh, that's not Mizzou's fault. It's mine. Um, okay, so Little Shop Little of Shop Horrors. Of horrors. <laughs> <laughs> a fun joke about Little Shop of Horrors is whenever you're talking to people who don't know musical theater or mm-hmm. you know don't know what you're talking about, if you bring it up apropos of nothing, which is almost always the case when I'm talking about it, Absolutely. you have to really stress horrors mm-hmm. or people think that you're talking about a brothel. Yeah. I could be. I Honestly, it varies day I to mean, day. like... Who isn't? I guess. I don't know. (laughs) Everyone? (laughs) That was weak, and I'm really sorry. No, no. (laughs) We're not apologizing for jokes here. It's not who we are. It's It's Little Shop of Horrors? Horrors. Horrors. I guess if I just like had more of an East Coast accent, I could say, it's a house of horrors. Yeah, there you go. People (laughs) understand more Uh. than than horrors. But anyway, um, so let's get into it yeah based on a 1960s black comedy Mm -hmm. movie right um which then became an off-broadway show in the 80s which then became a film Mm -hmm. with uh rick moranis Mm -hmm. steve martin um ellen green john candy bill murray is weirdly stacked it was like a really stacked movie yeah for um it being a like a, mov- a movie musical, and I it would agree. was a really great movie musical. Like oh. it, not- nothing like some of the trash we've seen <laughs> these days. <laughs> Looking at you, La La Land. <laughs> <laughs> I forget that. I guess that technically counts as a musical, but I yeah. thought you were gonna say a well, movie, but <laughs> <laughs> there it is. I guess it counts as a movie. <laughs> It was at the Oscars. It played and it, won awards, which yes. is more than I've done. So. <laughs> Point to La La Land, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Um, the next thing I have is, so it was made into a film in 1986. Then mm-hmm. it had a 2003 revival on Broadway. Mm-hmm. And then just recently had a semi-revival, but not really. Uh, in 2015, New York does a fundraising thing called um encores and so it was a, mm. a staged reading so everyone had binders and stuff but that was 2015 oh. um i have seen the show like maybe twice i'm more i'm most familiar with the movie mm-hmm. um i think probably most people would be it's a great right. movie i to quote Cheryl Black, one of our teachers, <laughs> uh, "Run, don't walk." Yes. Uh, to to go rent it and check that out because it's it's a classic. It really is. It's really good, and I've never actually seen the majority of the 1960s one, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. but I have seen like bits and pieces of oh, it. Oh wow! Okay. I, I think they, ask, they had yeah. like a riff tracks version or like a mystery sure, science sure, sure. theater 3000 yeah. kind of thing of yeah, it. Yeah, where they just mm. watch and yeah. Look. I think it was one of those like. Um, it was kind of public domain, mm-hmm. sort of a, a B movie, yeah, like sci-fi sure. horror kind of thing, and so it made it easy to sort of mm-hmm. turn into a musical. And I really love that when they made it into the musical, they kept that feeling of like it's a of being a B movie. Agree. It's very campy. Like, it's so very, campy. It's yeah. like really dark comedy. Heightened. Right. And I really love that they kept that feel of it because that's mm-hmm. that makes the show. I agree. I agree. Um, yeah, we'll get into that. Yeah. Uh, the music and book and lyrics by um, the classic duo, uh, yeah. Howard Ashman and Alan Menken. So good. The I, Disney guys. I mean, that's, yeah. I think that's right. how most people would know them. Yeah. They've done tons of stuff for Disney. Yeah. Beauty and the Beast and Little Mermaid. I mean... I think that's right. Aladdin. Aladdin. Right. Yeah. yeah, they've um they're really prolific. Mm-hmm. Uh really the lyrics in this 
show are some they're just very they're very funny and they managed to get those five dollar words into (laughs) like just cram those into a verse which is uh, a really really talent i think (laughs) true (laughs) to be able to do that um but yeah so let's uh we can just vacillate between movie any iterations like touring shows whatever great um I guess what are your, your all what do you guys think of this show? Do you guys love it? Is it um an old favorite? Kind of what is your experience with the show? Mm-hmm. Um Nick, you're our guest. Why yeah, don't Nick, you start? you're our guest. Let's oh do some talking. Do some talking. Uh, I love this show. Mm-hmm. I have loved this movie for a very long time. My high school did it uh my sophomore year and then I was in a production of it in college. Mm-hmm. And was fortunate enough to get tickets to see the encore version oh, here nice. in New York. Yeah, very um, jealous. Jake Gyllenhaal, Taryn Killam oh, as awesome. a dentist. Yes. Um, Ellen Green reprising yeah. the role. Ninety wow. like ninety second standing ovation when she came out. Dang. Just stood there, clapping. Everyone stood. It just and she was just holding holding the pose. Yeah, just <laughs> against the door. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I she. Love it. I love it. She was the only one without without a binder. <clears throat> yeah. Wow. wow. So. Well, I mean, makes sense. Yeah. I feel like she's uh, Ted Neely it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> Ted Neely played uh, Jesus mm-hmm. in Jesus Christ Superstar and has in the movie and has done it in like every regional <laughs> every <theater>. every <laughs> production. <laughs> if he you... plays Jesus. Yeah. He is always Jesus. NBC is doing it as their live, their next live musical, and I yeah. assume he'll be reprising <laughs> the role. I'm... He's got to be like sixties or seventy, <laughs> yeah. right? But I bet he can still hit those high notes. Oh baby. my god, I actually saw him perform <laughs> at. In the touring production, mm-hmm. and he it was like I don't even know how many years after the movie. Yeah, and he's got to be in his like fifties, and he's still like going out there and like hitting those Nailing high like it. rock. It was just insane. Unreal. But um, yeah, but yeah. So I feel like yes. Ellen Green has kind of that's sort of how she's made her name. Yeah. She's been in other things, yeah, but yeah. I think right. most people would be familiar with her as Audrey. I saw a couple clips on mm-hmm. YouTube um, of the Encore's production. I thought, I mean, she's still. She still got it, I feel it. like. Yeah, um, for sure. It yeah, was... I mean, she didn't have to hit every note for it to be <coughs> a solid performance, mm-hmm. I think. No, 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 no. It was it was truly fantastic. Taryn Killam was very funny as a dentist, like mm-hmm. a really perfect role for him. Mm-hmm. And Jake Gyllenhaal, I, th- I thought killed it. Yeah. You know? there you go. And he was he, just in he played, like, nerdy. Sunday in the Park, right? He was, so yeah. He was, like, trying to make that transition. I know. I'm I like, hey, what's this Broadway life that you're <laughs> yeah. going for? I mean, I'm into it because it means you're in New York. You're in New York, so I can stock you now? Maybe one day you'll <laughs> fall in love <laughs> with me and we'll run away again. Did yeah. he do a straight play a couple of years ago? I think that he did, but... Right? <sighs> At the same time as... I know Maggie Gyllenhaal did. That yeah. sounds right. <clears throat> Hold, please. Are you, you're looking it up. I'm going to look it up. Google. <laughs> I'm going to Google it. Google it. I won't ask Google, which is my new preferred way of... Uh, Googling things is to talk into it, but I won't. Hmm. Um, Are anyway, we boring continue you? talking. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I just got like, that was like red. a really good dad joke, but also like red fur filth. <laughs> I'll go. I'll um, go. <laughs> you guys talk amongst yourselves okay, while so I look this Nick up. Nick is now going to drag Connor for <laughs> the next five minutes. <laughs> No, I'm so uh, let's sorry. talk. Um, let's talk plot. I'll figure out this Jake Gyllenhaal yeah. situation later. Um, I, I'll look it up, and Nick, you can drop it in. 
leave a spot right here. Great. <laughs> of me saying it, and then it'll just right. be a ghostly voice. Here, perfect. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Great. Mm, perfect. Um, well, it'd be seamless. So basically, the the plot is um, Seymour Crowburn, mm-hmm. the lead, works in Mr. Mushnick's plant shop mm-hmm. um, with Audrey. And he's kind of a nerd and like a little bit of a loser. He finds this mm-hmm. plant that he's never seen before. It's very exotic. Um, Audrey is dating a dentist who's very abusive, kind of treats her like crap. They live in sort of like the slums, uh, Skid Row, mm-hmm. which is a, one, a personal favorite song. It's so um, good. Seymour is obviously in love with Audrey. He names the plant Audrey too. Mm-hmm. Uh, he finds out that the plant needs spoilers for Little Shop of Horrors. By the way, <laughs> finds out that the plant spoilers needs, for everything. Uh, right? Yeah. yeah. For for I'll spoil anything. I don't. <laughs> I don't give a shit. <laughs> I'm apparently the king of like unintentional spoilers. Oh, good. Where I'll be like talking to someone and I just like assume that they've seen yeah, it. Yeah, me too. Because it's like, oh, who doesn't watch Game of Thrones? And I'm like, oh, by the way, did you know that <laughs> don't Daenerys do it now. Targaryen no, 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 is no. like. <laughs> She did you know the little uh, blonde gremlin dies? That's yeah. all what I know about <laughs> Game of Thrones. <laughs> Something like I, that. There's a little blonde boy. Okay. Yeah, I don't either. Yeah, Ooh, okay. well, You're so. outnumbered. Here's my that was just like my go-to because sure. I feel like everyone's so always like Game of Thrones. Yeah, but and I'm like, okay, it, but I like it too, like, but calm down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> everyone watches it, but they're like three seasons behind. Right. Always. Like, uh, yeah, I watch Game of Thrones. I'm like, oh, okay. They're like, I mean, I watched the first season, but I'm definitely gonna catch up. Right. We're on season like. It's eight now like, so yeah. you just you gotta some, yeah, get yeah. on it that's kind of how it. i feel anyway um <sighs> so spoilers so i guess if you don't want to know what happens why are you listening to this podcast yeah, because yeah. i mean I true to format i mean we said we're breaking format but yeah. like also we kind of like spoiled all of drowsy last episode oh, okay i'm just gonna put in a if you haven't listened to the first episode yet, <laughs> we talk about Drowsy Shepherd. And if you want to know what happens, you can listen. Otherwise, spoilers for Drowsy Shepherd. So, spoilers for the first episode. Yeah. It's Drowsy Shepherd. I was going to say now, spoilers. spoilers for everything we talk about from here yes. on out. So we never have to bring this up right. again. Great. And also spoilers for all of our past episodes, because we'll probably be talking about those as well. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. And also any movie I've ever seen, and also <laughs> any uh, song oh, that yeah. I... <laughs> for, like, also spoilers for The Grinch, I guess. Yeah. And uh, I think we talked about Spaceballs last week. Yeah. And, wow, we just got... Yeah. So sorry about really that, bad. guys. Um, I know the tens of people who've listened to this are very... <laughs> um, so we find out that the plant loves uh lit needs blood to mm-hmm. survive that's kind of like it's water it's plant <coughs> food it needs blood um which is a great uh song uh, every yeah. song is great i'm just gonna say that now because mm-hmm. i'll keep saying it and uh and then you know so the as the plant gets bigger it requires more blood than seem because seymour's kind of pricking his finger to feed mm-hmm. it and then it, you know it requires more food because it's growing right. so he eventually decides to the plant can talk and sing and talks him into killing audrey's boyfriend mm-hmm. like oh he's such a bad person he deserves to die anyway then eventually mr mushnick dies and meanwhile the plant is engendering all this fame mm-hmm. and fortune and like so much business coming to the shop and it's kind of one of those uh monkey paw situation right. where you know now that audrey's boyfriend's out of the picture audrey's free to fall in love with seymour and there's this whole big 
she's been abused and doesn't think she deserves love. And he's like, I'm a loser and an orphan and I don't deserve love either. Let's right. be in love together. Um, and so it's kind of one of those situations where, you know, he has the fame and the fortune, but the fame mm-hmm. at what cost and how do we sort of fight and how will we defeat the planet anyway? No one's going to believe that right. it requires uh, people <laughs> to right. live. Um, so yeah, it's just kind of one of those really campy, mm-hmm. pl- like weird science fiction plots that I think works because it doesn't feel predictable. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's one of the things that I love about this show is yeah. that a talking plant is such a bizarre enemy and it, when it's done right, when a production is done well, you are kind of trailed along. I mean, for me personally, like I was fully on board with the first plant murder. Right. <laughs> the dentist is just such a abominable character yeah. that yeah. I was very much in the vein of like, right. yeah, he should like feed that yeah. guy to a plant. Who cares? Mm-hmm. So it kind of wraps you up in it. I feel like it kind of puts you in that headspace of, okay, well, it's like morally questionable. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You're like, right in that gray yeah. area. Now, some people would say murder is bad. Murder is bad, <laughs> and, and it's to that not I say, morally gray at all. And I would say incorrect. <laughs> incorrect, because do you know this plot? <laughs> but yeah, so let's let's start. So that's the overview. Yeah, let's start the, from the beginning. The end is very tragic. It's a horror. Yeah, right? you know the yeah. plant takes over. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And exactly. I'm actually that's one of the things that I really like about the show is that the ending of the musical is mm-hmm. so different from the ending of the movie. It is. Mm-hmm. That's true. And um, well, the plant sort of cut, the takes ending over of in the, both in the movies movie. also as well. Um, because apparently the 1960s one Seymour dies and Mich- Mr. Mushnick and Audrey stop the plant. Oh. in the 60s version and then in the actual the movie that we all know with Rick Moranis and mm-hmm. um, the, everyone they are able to stop Audrey kind of sort of it's sort of like they stop him like the giant plant gets yeah. crushed and then um, sort of it's alluded to at the end that there's a little seedling yeah. kind of in um, Audrey and Seymour's new suburban life right. so sort of implying that the seed the, the mm-hmm. plan had spread and the musical ending is um the, Aud- the plant tricks audrey into like going into him or something like that uh-huh. so then seymour saves him saves audrey from mm-hmm. the plant but she's like dying and she's like feed me to the plant and i'll be with you forever oh and then um sad. <laughs> tries to kill audrey too and he like runs into its mouth with mm-hmm. an axe and it oh, eats him. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. It's been so long since I've seen yeah. the actual musical. Yeah. Um, the last production I saw was also terrible. <laughs> 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 I think it's kind of one of those productions where the plant is really key. Mm-hmm. The plant has to be. Sc- it's scary. I mean, he's the villain, right? Um, and this one was like clearly a felt brown felt and like on a tape. it was just really a, like not intimidating or scary it was at like all. puppets 101 it was yeah Jim Henson and you need like was puppets rolling in his grave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i need like uh the labyrinth level right. puppets <laughs> and this was like uh, sock puppets you made in third grade yeah. <laughs> um perfect it was tough yeah so that i think i think the two keys to this show are 
a really great plant Mm -hmm. and a really good dentist. Those two characters for me sort of make the show. Um, Yeah, both both good villains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think you kind of have to have a good dentist to be. It was originally played by Steve Martin in the in the movie, Mm -hmm. and he's so good and scary but funny. So Mm -hmm. there's a whole song the dentist does where he's sort of talking about how he was clearly like a psychopath as a child right um and like liked to drown puppies and and wants to just cause pain Mm -hmm. in his life um and so his mom told him to be a dentist (laughs) because that would be a great outlet for all of your um insane murderous desires so now that show just makes me question my own dentist's (laughs) intentions and that's why i haven't gone to a dentist in my whole life i don't have any teeth um that's why i do podcasts um but but yeah so the uh so you have to really hate him yeah and he's just that song is funny, but then I think all the interludes that he has with Audrey, where yeah. he's kind of getting in her face and grabbing her and abusing her. Mm-hmm. You, I mean, it's stomach turning to be like laughing at Steve Martin's character right. during the song. And then he kind of throws Audrey off of his motorcycle and like mm-hmm. is getting in her face. And it's really like, I was like, yeah, it's, chop that fucker up like, <laughs> i'm ready <laughs> i'll do it myself that kind of thing right. you know so i think it sort of um hinges on despising him enough to sort of justify mm-hmm. his death now i can't remember how it goes in the musical in the movie he he overdoses on his own supply so he like that's also a, a whole mm-hmm. um kind of character trait is that he snor- like snorts his own or does his own nitrous mm-hmm. oxide. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's like high on laughing gas all the time. And in the movie he overdoses. Mm-hmm. So he, he doesn't really even get murdered. It's just kind of like illegal disposal of a body. Yeah. I mean, might be a felony, but <laughs> like, <laughs> it's not like capital murder. Who's <laughs> keeping track of that kind of thing? I'm though. not I a mean, lawyer, like, but I feel like it's fine. It's Just cool. a it's disclaimer. Cool. Also, to go along with the spoiler <laughs> disclaimer earlier, none of us are lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> so well, do not take any clear, legal advice legal from advice. this podcast. <laughs> um, but yeah, so how in the musical is it sort of? It's, the, it's yeah. the same. It's the same. There's okay. just in the in the musical, there's a song mm-hmm. at that number. Okay, that I think in the cut, movie it's just it's a cut reprisal. From the movie. Yeah. yeah, there's not even yeah in the movie there's not even a oh, song there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's fully cut, but it's fully I, th- cut. I think it's a good song. Mm-hmm. It's it's a funny song. It's Nick, like you the played act the dentist, one right? finale, right? It's what? Isn't it the act one finale or something like that? Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty yeah. with the song, and then he dies, and then the finale like it ends with like him being fed yeah. to yeah. the yeah. plant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you cut to. Cut the curtain. Mm-hmm. Cut the curtain. curtain. Cut the curtain. Cut the curtain. I'm not. A, I'm not <laughs> cut the curtain. Uh, who cares? <laughs> We're not professionals. Right. <laughs> so we just found some old mics in an right. alley. Right. <laughs> We've been lying to you about our degrees. <laughs> just a couple, so you know. Just a couple of raccoons we found recording equipment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, Nick, you played the dentist, right? That was your. Yeah, I was an understudy when I I played it in college, so I got to go on one night. Nice. Um, was a little bitter about 
it then because mm-hmm. I am a fan of the plant mm-hmm. role. Like I really love the Audrey Two role, and I really wanted that role when I auditioned. Mm-hmm. And they had me read for that, and then they had me read for Seymour, which is. <laughs> Not in my range at all, <laughs> at all. Uh, not in Rick Moranis' either. No. So no, no. you Definitely can just not. talk sing your way through it. Right. <laughs> so they uh, they gave me the understudy, the dentist. So I was a little bitter, but uh, didn't realize what a great opportunity mm-hmm. I had yeah. until later. What was it like hey, to buddy, work on the show? We've all been bitter. Well, yeah. We didn't what, was your, <laughs> what was your perspective? Yeah, I mean, yeah. you guys got to slam on your school last week. So <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll We're going to have everyone who comes on the podcast Come just on. Hey, shit on Hey, did you hate your alma mater? mater? Come talk shit with us. <laughs> so uh, I'll, I'll shit a little bit. It was, uh, it was a really interesting production. We... <laughs> they, they tried to get the the music school next door to uh, be in the pit mm. and no one was really down for that. Mm. So we like s- as an orchestra. Yeah. Oh. So we didn't have a, a pit orchestra at all. We <laughs> sang with the no. like, temp track. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was really hard. And then um, they That's only rough. were able to secure two wireless microphones and, uh, let me re-edit that. They were only able to secure two microphones <laughs> <laughs> in general. No, so no. real low budget production. That's some fifth grade yeah, I think they ass. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just like there's two mics, one on each side of stage, and when it's yeah. your part, you walk up so, to the so mic s- and yep. you say your mm-hmm. lines and then you get out of there. Yeah. <laughs> so Seymour and Audrey got the two working wireless microphones. Oh my god. And the dentist did not. And in the song where he's dying, yeah. uh, he is wearing, like in the movie and all the versions, he's got like an apparatus that he wears mm-hmm, over his mm-hmm, mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, so in our production, we had an old gas mask <laughs> <laughs> that we removed oh, the no. cartridges from to like make it look like a mask. Yeah. Um, but I was trying to sing through Project that. Project through that. To, uh, I mean, there were not 800 people in this auditorium, but it had the capacity yeah. to... So tons so, of sound, to, like room to yeah. bounce around so, the sound there. So yeah, we had a lot of freedom with the lyrics and interpreting them with the temp track. For sure, not true at all. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> really ah. great projection. Um, That's like wow. it was rough. The ultimate yeah, actor yeah, yeah. challenge. Right? Can mm-hmm. you project through this gas mask with no mic? <laughs> He, he Use tried. your diaphragm. <laughs> <laughs> in shape diaphragm. <laughs> haven't done theater. Do haven't done theater like since. Yeah, <laughs> I can't that imagine that that first straw. experience yeah, wasn't so great. You yeah. didn't want to immediately do it forever. Ugh. Um, God. Wow, that sounds like a nightmare. Yeah, yeah. it really does. Yeah. I only. Uh, I prefer black box theaters. <laughs> 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 I like to get up in people's faces. Yeah. Um, it's a smaller theater. For if I'm not sitting on the audience yeah. member, yeah. what's happening? <laughs> what's wrong with this show? I better be up on your lap and just talking right next to you. Yeah. Gabbing like gals. Yeah. Um, that's insane. I, I've never done a musical, but I can't imagine trying to sing and not be mic'd. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was rough. That sounds mm-hmm. uh, truly nightmarish. Yeah. So. Okay, so that was your experience with it. Uh, Connor, have you ever been in this musical? Have you um, had any experience with this? I've never been in it. Mm-hmm. I was so my high school did that did the show when okay, I was okay. there. Um, I didn't audition though because <laughs> I was asked by the community theater to be in Peter Pan. 
Wow. wow. Yeah. As Wendy? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, we're really progressive and we want to do Wendy in drag. Will you please do it? And I was like, I'm a relatively post-pubescent boy, so... We could so, try. Yes, I'll try. Close, close enough. <laughs> right. <laughs> Relatively post-pubescent boy. That's incredible. My um, dream role in Peter Pan would be Mr. Sneed. Oh, that <laughs> would be I funny. I am very jolly and have a lot of striped shirts. Yeah. I, I so. really wanted you to say Nana. The dog. The yeah. dog. I almost asked if you auditioned for the dog, and then I was like, that's so, that's really We mean. did have like a <laughs> child play the dog, and it was a little weird. I mean, better than a dog yeah I, I have a lot of feelings on animals in productions absolutely just never work with animals or children right That's my motto right i do both i'm a nanny <laughs> <laughs> but in the theater i think uh keep those kids on the side yeah keep them him out of here so you but so you saw the production yeah so i did it. see it because all my friends were in it so i went and supported them and okay. um it was actually it was relatively good i mean it was a high school show sure, so like sure. it's not going to be amazing or anything like that but we did have really um we have a, a our school had a guy who like his, he just focused completely on the production side mm -hmm. um and he, we hired him from outside he wasn't a teacher or anything like that mm. so he did professional work and he created all the puppets and they were very good oh, that's um, awesome so like they had really good puppets and the one at the very end when it's the giant plant like took up half the stage and it was really perfect good. it, was it really has awesome. to be so sprawling yeah. that's kind of yeah that's what i mean when i talk about like the plant yeah. as a character has to be really well done not just voiced but mm -hmm. right um yeah that sprawling sort of mm -hmm. you have to really get kind of an overwhelmed feeling I think, exactly because like when they pull back the curtain and you see that plant you're like oh this is terrifying exactly right exactly there is definitely as campy and kitschy as uh musicals are there's mm -hmm. definitely some horror mm -hmm. for sure aspects mm -hmm. of that my experience with the musical um is limited to me listening to the soundtrack and scootering around my garage as a child <laughs> sure. singing um somewhere that's green and also skid row of course um skid row is a song about people who live in the gutter <laughs> um and Where how we live like now. but yeah basically <laughs> people who live in the projects who are trying to escape and i was like a middle class white girl who was like, I identify with this. <laughs> I too wish to not be where I am. Right. Um, and just scootered in circles around my garage, just yelling it That's at the amazing. top of my lungs and recording it, <laughs> never showing it to anyone. Uh, I would die if you, th you think they still exist. Them. Pro oh, release 100%. the scooter oh, tape. Release the scooter tape. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just a real, it's, I very low self confidence paired with extreme narcissism, yeah. which is why I'm doing this podcast. <laughs> I, <was just> gonna <laughs> say. I need oh. to be recorded, but if anyone listens to the recording, I am mortified. <laughs> 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 I will lip sync to somewhere that's green, right, in my garage with a broom. Mm -hmm. But if anyone sees that tape, mm -hmm. I'll slit my wrists. <laughs> <laughs> just audio, just audio. Or is there video too? Do you mean? Oh no, it's a fully a videotape. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm oh, that's dancing. Incredible. <laughs> I'm acting. Yeah, we should find that. I'm acting yeah, my twelve-year-old yeah, yeah. heart. You'll out. be able to find it in the show notes. Uh, <laughs> Link in the show notes. I, like I, I found my family's video camera when I was probably ten, and I had it all the time. I recorded 
everything. I'd go out to the woods oh my God. and record myself monologuing about like running away. Anything you could think of. <laughs> I'm just like sitting under a tree, like pretending I'm a runaway yeah. or a boxcar child. Like <laughs> it's in- so it's you- in- it's truly insane. Yeah. Yeah. You were born to be a terrible actor <laughs> who doesn't get work. Yeah, Con, I was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I, uh, I'm i sure some of those have been recorded over, but I can't imagine. <laughs> I can't, One maybe. can't imagine One what would happen if people exists. saw them yeah. now. Like, I would, I'm getting red <laughs> thinking about people watching. <laughs> I feel fine telling you about it, but uh, if anyone watched it, I would just lose my. True. shit but yeah so that's my that's as close to the musical as i got was amazing <laughs> my own production right. seems deep myself. though deep connections it, I, yeah. it really Personal. was yeah. yeah um so yeah um top favorite songs any favorite parts favorite jokes gags yeah bits? favorite bits yeah this is bits over broadway this is bits over so broadway we're supposed to talk about them bits talk about the comedy <laughs> um, <laughs> i have a ham horn on my phone <laughs> should, of I, course you do. should i play it is that because you like to wake me up at 2 a.m by playing it <laughs> yes. over chat music absolutely <laughs> i love to live in brooklyn <laughs> so yeah so any good jokes any Trying to think gags. of good ones. Um, Bill Murray in the movie as the Unreal. masochist. Brilliant. I mean, he's so maybe a five-minute part. Yeah. And he is a scene stealer. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Just like a guy who goes to the dentist because he is a masochist. A sadomasochist yeah. loves pain. Loves get pain inflicted on himself. Right. Like once the procedures with no gas. <laughs> he yeah. wants the rustiest, sharpest mm-hmm. tools. <laughs> It's this is a really horny movie. It really is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody is so keyed up in this movie. They <laughs> really are. They are so sexual. Like Bill Murray looks like he wants to have sex with whoever will just yeah. <laughs> maybe murder yeah. him during. The plant is like weirdly sexual. Mm-hmm. Um the dentist himself is like a weird BDSM. Right. That, Sorry, BDSM community. That's not an accurate representation of who you are. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he's very, like, everyone's just wants to yeah. bone down. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. crazy. And, I mean, I think that's the way the show is written. But also, like, yeah, yeah. It, who knew, knows? Maybe the cast was just, like, really feeling each other. <laughs> really feeling the fantasy. <laughs> They're just ready. It's great. Like, I was re-watching it the other day. Um, so I was doing my homework. <sighs> Um, yeah, and it, that me. was something I kept writing down. Like, this plant is so horny. Yeah. What is <laughs> this plant is just like sedu is seductive, I guess is a better mm-hmm. a yeah, better yeah. term. He sort of seduces Seymour into right. doing his bidding and he's kinda like weirdly sexual towards Audrey. It's very interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. This is a weird question. Okay. Sure. When's the last time you guys saw the movie? It's, it's been, been at a least minute. three years. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. I, but I'm very familiar with why he's a question about okay. the movie. Yeah, yeah. So there's a scene when he goes to the radio show <laughs> mm-hmm. hosted mm-hmm. by John, John Candy. Candy. Yeah. Unreal. Ugh. Like an unreal yeah. little, not cameo, but like a, just a little. Yeah. I mean, again, he's not in the movie for very long and it's incredible. Yeah. So they're sitting in the waiting room and he has the plant mm-hmm. 
and the lady, yeah. the, like the secretary, bends oh, over yeah. in front yep. of the plant. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is gross. I'm sorry. She's wearing a red skirt. So when I was little, I was like, oh, it's because it, he, so the, she bends over in front of the plant and the plant like tilts toward her, like, yeah. and opens its mouth like it's going to bite her. Um, and then Seymour sees and kind of, you know, pulls the plant back and, or whatever. But is it because her skirt's red or is that a period joke? I honestly oh my didn't, didn't think period didn't, didn't think period <laughs> joke period until like you were talking. Now. Like yeah. you, I, I've never that never ever. And she's to in me. a red skirt, so I feel like it's right. I think it red. It's blood, like yeah. a visual bit. But then I was like, is this a, I was very disturbed that <laughs> I think it, perhaps yeah. I had missed a period joke <laughs> in my youth. <laughs> I think it. I think it might be. It I, I very feel well like could it's, be. I feel like it's within the realm of possibility uh, right. i always thought it was just because you could show. see up her skirt right because he isn't the plant you can see up her skirt that's no it's I a longer thought. skirt oh, it's a t-length i mean it's probably right Three above years. her knees but huh yeah i thought i just assumed it was red <gasps> i always thought it was because it was yeah at least because it was red right yeah so but also have is it established that the plant can see no so that's the other thing like at right. that point you don't know that the plant can see and the only time that it's come into contact with blood like it knows blood versus water right it can tell mm-hmm. like when he's holding his dripping finger over it like it kind of she like, opens up yeah opens and opens up. yeah so i just didn't i was like oh okay sure kind yeah. of one of those Oh God! Jokes you missed. I never kid. realized. I think that it is. Anyway, everyone go watch it. <laughs> everyone go watch it. Tweet <laughs> at tell us. Tell me what you tweet at us. Bits over Broadway. Bits over Broadway. Uh, let us know if you think it's a period <laughs> joke. I've been, I've been thinking: is was Frank Oz involved in this? Did he direct this movie? Am I right about that? You oh, might know. be. That phones. sounds yeah, very right. familiar. I have the Wikipedia page queued uh, up because oh, I'm like ready to you. go. I've. <laughs> um some dead air film so good yeah uh, this is good radio right now <laughs> it's so good thank you frank oz um i don't know who why is there something particularly <clears throat> frank ozian about it or are you just just, i think just the weirdness of it he also directed um the death at a funeral mm-hmm. have you seen that movie no mm-hmm. Yes, movie. it is Frank Oz. It is Frank Oz. Mm-hmm. He did direct it. He did. Yeah. He also, I mean, he played Yoda. He just played, has played like really kind of weird roles. Oh, okay. Got it. I don't know. I think something with like the puppets maybe mm-hmm. reminded me. Mm-hmm. But he just also plays style. the, uh, in Blues Brothers, when he's getting out at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Kind of shaking his head no. You've never seen Blues Brothers? I've never actually seen <gasps> Blues Brothers, which is bad because part of it takes place in Joliet, which yes. is where I'm from. Yes. And there was a guy, so I worked at the gym at Mizzou, uh-huh. and there was a guy who every time he would walk into the um, rec, he would see my name tag, and we would have where we're from. And mine said Joliet, Illinois, and every time he saw me, he would call me Joliet Jake, and I'm like, I don't know who that is. <laughs> please stop. <laughs> sir, sir, please. I don't know this. Please. I don't know I this don't joke. I don't know this joke, and I can't. And I cannot play with watch can't Blues play. Brothers to find out. <laughs> John so, Belushi's death hit me too hard. Exactly. So <laughs> I yeah. have a blood feud with Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> <laughs> we all do. We all do. <laughs> we all do. Yeah. So I I had written that down. I wrote it like period joke question mark. Um. Also, there's like 
very interesting like bdsm kink jokes there's yeah. like a what did they say what did you get like t- tied up or something like that and she you know audrey says no just handcuffed a little mm-hmm. um so it's very i think in the vein of the humor of the show is a little throwaway lines throwaway mm-hmm. jokes that sort of just are um deeply upset sure <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I th- I also think that's that's probably part of it. I, I, Seymour's this super innocent guy who's never done anything, yeah, and right. he's surrounded yeah. by all these people. Like Mushnik is really greedy mm-hmm. and corrupt, and the plan is just the seduct. The yeah. seduct. He's very seductive. Yeah. Dirty. And you like he kind of like the the plant like brings Seymour into that like seedy yes, underworld. Yes, absolutely. Character yeah, lives yeah, there. yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's uh, it's such a good. Gosh, I just want to watch it again. <laughs> um, I, Ellen Green has incredible line readings in this movie. Mm-hmm. She just can read a line like nobody's business. It's already sort of a heightened, stylized movie. Yeah, especially I think with the script, but. Like, look at this plant. Isn't it bizarre? Like, it's just very mm-hmm, staccatoed right. yeah. and so bad yeah. acting, kind of. Um, but like purposefully because it's yeah, like yeah, making yeah. fun of yeah, the movies. It's and definitely that kind of thing. a, a yeah. choice. Right, I never felt sure. like, oh god, none of these people can act. Right. Um, mostly because I've seen Rick Brandis's seminal work, "Honey, I Shrunk the Kids," <laughs> for which he was nominated for many Oscars. I assume. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure that movie. <laughs> Don't fact check. That. I think it won won the Oscar that year. Yeah, for best dad. Don't tweet at us. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tweet at <laughs> it's over Broadway. <laughs> um, so in the stylization, so this movie was done in the '80s, mm-hmm. but um, it's based on a '60s show, and I think this is true with the musical as well. Mm-hmm. Um, the musical itself sort of looks like it takes place in the '60s. The yeah. there's sort of a Greek chorus with these duop girls. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a girl group of the '60s, yeah. sort of like Dream Girls. That kind of um, mm-hmm. just three girls who are in the movie, at least for sure, they're always in you know bouffant hairstyles yeah. and like the 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 peplum dresses of the era lots of polka dots and hairspray and gloves and all of that so it definitely kind of calls back to that that era as well and audrey again with um somewhere that's green which is sort of her song of what she wants her life to be like Mm -hmm. kind of lots of references to plastic on the furniture to keep it neat and clean and direct Tupperware quote. parties. And <laughs> what? I said direct quote. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I did sing it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but if she anyone's just... casting Little Shop of Horrors and you need Nadre. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll understudy for Ellen Green who will do it till she dies. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so it's talking a tract home mm-hmm. and uh, watching Howdy Doody and their mm. you know big enormous twelve inch screen <laughs> like the, it's just very much setting it into a time period for sure that is <clears throat> kind of doesn't really exist but sort of does yeah I guess it it exists like in nostalgia exactly yeah it's right. a very um, idyllic sort of sort of dream absolutely. Well, she's, floundering on skid row now you don't know if it actually is supposed to take place in the 60s or if that's sort of like audrey's dream like maybe she grew up wanting that and it is the 80s i don't know i couldn't really it's not really stylized in any Mm -mm. sort of time or place Mm -mm. um but 
Yeah, it's it's um I love those girls. The the girls. the duop group. They do yeah. have some of the best like harmonies in the show. I just yeah. I love every time that they're in there. Yeah, for sure. they sort of function as a Greek chorus, but yeah. also as characters. Yep. Mm-hmm. They can interact with Audrey and Seymour, <laughs> but also they're telling they're giving lots of exposition right. and you know kind of and have one of the best opening numbers i agree it's so good it's really real it's so fun everything i think that's kind of the mark of like menken and ashman Mm -hmm. um it's just like a really upbeat there's a lot of energy to their songs even slow songs have a really um i don't ever feel bored when i listen to to that music absolutely it's very driving and like energized yeah, definitely one of the shows that I can just put on the whole album and listen every song to every every song in there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I fully fully agree with that. I was asking Nick the other day. I don't understand how this is not cosplayed like Rocky Horror. Oh yeah, for me mm-hmm. and I've never thought of that. Then you know, I mean, I don't know. I'm but a straight woman, um, <laughs> so that's probably why. Uh, <laughs> Little Shop is the Rocky horror for straight people. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I mean, like, this is something I, you know, it's got that weird campy vibe. Yeah. I feel like all the songs are really singable. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like they're too dense or lyrical, you know. For sure. Like it's a better... What could be some of the things? Because you know how, like, in Rocky Horror, they do, like, they throw the rice at the screen during the wedding and they have, mm-hmm. like, the flashlights in the newspapers and all that kind of thing. I didn't know any of that. Yeah. When you go <laughs> I've to, never like, been to a Rocky Horror screen. When you go to, like, I, yeah, a screening, they do, they have, like, audience participation and, like. Okay. Yeah. So you get to do things. Yeah, along you get to with do it. things along. Okay. With I, thought, it. I thought it was just, like, a sing along. I thought people just got dressed up and they. Sang along with it. I think it. that's p- that's part yeah, of it. Yeah, that right? is part of it. Okay. Yeah. I've also like, never been. I guess mostly I just really want to do that for Little Shop of <laughs> So what could be some of the things that you could do for this first sing along? I mean, one of my favorite parts in the movie that we did in the show too, the the twice as many, <coughs> where oh. right when the plant gets, <laughs> yeah, 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 the, the plant is in the window and it attracts the first customer mm-hmm. to the store mm-hmm. and. What a strange and unusual plant in yeah, your window. Like, <laughs> While I'm here, like that, I might as well buy $50 worth of roses. Yeah, and like take twice as many. Like twice as many, twice as many. And then like, mm-hmm. kind of like that whole scene yeah. is Line just repetition. like super weird and like talking along with it. It's very yeah. like the damn it, Janet. Oh, of, yeah, yeah. Of yeah. that yes. show kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, like, or the not damn it, Janet, but when they're like Janet, Rocky, whatever. The, oh yeah, Janet, Brad, Dr. Scott, yeah, Dr. That. Scott. Yeah, it's it's sort of in that vein of twice as many, twice as many, yeah, exactly. twice as yeah. many, yes. exactly that. Yeah, Just that kind of super campy, mm-hmm. weird. Oh, I love like, that. And like cuts to them. Yes. At weird angles, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just, yeah. So I just feel like there are lots of similarities. Yeah. Um. Obviously, there's no Tim Curry and tights, which mm-hmm. <laughs> deal breaker. Sign my change.org petition to get Tim Curry <laughs> and tights in every movie I watch. Um. But yeah, I I don't know. I think there could be lots of. Um. Mostly, I just want to sing along with it. Sure. <laughs> I yeah, think yeah, that's yeah. really where this is stemming from. Is yeah. All my life, I've wanted to sing along with this show absolutely (laughs) it definitely has like that same weird camp though yeah yeah it just feels i've never actually like thought of that but yeah yeah that's really right well because i've never understood why anyone cosplayed rocky horror uh sorry that's (laughs) controversial but um how very heteronormative (laughs) 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 i've 
never felt straighter. <laughs> <laughs> Talking with two gay men. Yeah, yeah this uh-huh. is tough. Um, well, you and, I, you and I kind of talked about this, mm-hmm. but, you know, it maybe it like kind of took off because it was already relating to that whole like there already is like a subculture there mm-hmm. right that's the like community. yeah Absolutely. in the queer community yeah. and they like there was so, something so not outrageous but a little kind bit of. you know like yeah it's definitely a queer movie yeah. for sure mm-hmm. i mean like it was weird that fox put it on right like that and was weird. a terrible job. Yeah. <laughs> i didn't watch it hire me fox <laughs> any of your television shows <laughs> I thought you did a great job. It was very good. It's so yes. good. Is this how networking works? Yes, this <laughs> is networking. Mm-hmm. I'm going to send yeah. a copy of this cassette tape to the Fox studio. <laughs> Post Someone will pick it up. I guess I'm taking confused. over the podcast then. <laughs> Nick's the new host. <laughs> Forever. Um, I had to look up what a tract house was. I didn't know. But it's like a suburban. Oh, okay. How all the houses look the same. Just a oh, house yeah, that yeah, looks yeah, like yeah, every yeah. other ho- cookie cutter yeah. kind of thing. Okay. I'm going to um, pretend like I knew that too. Yeah, same. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Audrey's tits are always up and out. This is a note I wrote. <laughs> yeah. Which is true. They is are. True. She's got some high yeah. and tights. Right. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's offensive. Is that offensive to refer to someone else's boobs as high and tight? I don't know. <laughs> don't tweet at. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell me I'm problematic. I already know that I am. <laughs> Um, Mean Green Mother from Outer Space is a better time hop. I, I wrote that. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's really it's super time hopping. Right? Wow. Yeah. I it's never, just like, never put it's that very repetitive. Yeah. It's yeah. very. Yeah. They really are, actually. Now th- Thank you. Now that we're like drawing this comparison yeah, yeah. and seeing it over and over again. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm actually very good at commentary. Right. Well, I think it also. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Maybe I do deserve this podcast. Right. <laughs> Because I mean, like when you think, like they're both like that B side sci fi, exactly. Like, yeah, horror you're not sure kind of what's thing. going on. It's yeah. very disorienting, right? I think that Little Shop definitely holds onto its plot stronger than Rocky does. Hard because agree. once the cabaret stuff in Rocky starts happening, I'm like, I have, I've seen that movie so many times, and I cannot tell you what it's happening. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be honest. I usually scene. watch up until that point. Yeah, yeah. And I think I've seen. I know that that movie has been on in my life at least three times, <laughs> right. and I've fully watched like the first thirty minutes of it, mm-hmm. and I think I get to maybe time hop. And I don't know how early or late that comes in the movie. It's, I think I get to like, like the dinner scene. It's pretty soon. Yeah. The dinner scene, yeah. maybe? Yeah. I, I, I really that's, that's have a hard time falling twist. off. Yeah. I, like like, I have a really scene. hard time following it yeah. and not falling off. Yeah, but for sure. And did, I think like Little Shop is a lot better. On, it's like, a tighter plot. Yeah, for sure. Keeping hold of its plot. But so it's less weird it's, because of that. It's, it's less weird, but it's similar in that it's got like that, that like funny... Like the comedy is there, mm-hmm. but then it kind of like switches at an instant to yeah. like this weird like like at that dinner scene where he's laughing and then he pulls the tablecloth and it there's a dead body. He's like, yeah. right. Oh, this guy actually killed people. Like yeah. same with the plant. Like the plant is like funny and it sings like the goofy songs mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then it eats people. Like it wants right. the blood and it's but like, what oh, it wants like, is this thing death is, and to yeah. take over the yeah, world. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Ultimately, trying to apparently take I was off. reading in um, on. Wikipedia. <laughs> oh, my fave. <laughs> the only <laughs> research site that I use. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's very trustworthy. Well, Cliff's um, notes had nothing when I <laughs> searched this. So. Um, apparently, they like do a thing in the. They did a thing in the revival where like they actually had 
like or like in one of the productions they had like plant tendrils come out into the audience or like they had like some kind of thing go into the audience during don't feed the plants to like make it seem like okay the plants were coming okay i thought that was really i love that yeah i thought that was really cool i love the um in the movie during mean green mother from out of space um that you're sort of seeing that not only has the plant Mm-hmm. The main plant, Audrey, who grown, it's sort of spawning. Yeah. And then, so then it has all these tiny little plants attached to it. These little heads, mouths, yeah. things that are singing back up for it. I love, I love that. I, I love the little, love t- the little so tongues. Good. Yes. Like, ah, ah, ah. Oh, they're gross. <laughs> it's so, everyone's horny in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> this so movie gross. is very horny. Yeah. Very sexual. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> also, can we talk a little bit about how <laughs> me. the plant is a little non-binary? He yes he sure. wants yeah. anyone and everyone like, yeah but also like it's never really fully established whether the plant is male or female uh, yeah I would agree yeah. with that Voice, for sure voiced by a man but Audrey but two called Audrey, Audrey two. two yeah and then there's the song Mean mm-hmm. Green Mother from Outer Space mm-hmm. and like all that so I just some very queer rap. Yeah. You got some queer rep in Take there. Take that, Rocky Horror. This is queer. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see your naked blonde dude in a speedo, speedo and right. raise you a queer plant. That needs people. <laughs> a non-gendered plant. <laughs> that is why I wanted to play that role. Yeah. There you go. I get it. Related. It's a good, it's mm-hmm. such a good role. And the Encores production, what I loved yeah. about that was um, how they did the plant. So since it was a staged reading and everyone did have binders, um, Nick, you can probably also speak to this. You actually saw it. Yeah. I just saw YouTube yep. clips. Um, they couldn't do like a full production of the plant, right. but instead they had, so when it was little, they had a little boy carrying the plant mm. um, as a puppet, so, sort of like, and then um, when it got older and sort of had its moment to speak, it was a man holding a plant in his lap, mm. and then he would set it to the side and sing and sort mm-hmm. of vocalize, but I liked, when you're on a budget, yeah. I thought that was a really good way to do it. You're not cheaping you know yeah you're not cheaply trying to make a plant costume right but you are this person's yeah i just thought of like (laughs) i'm just thinking of someone like walking around with like a green (laughs) bodysuit and an avocado shaped mask on He did have a green suit on, right? I, I mean, he had like a green you, fur cape, kind of. <laughs> yeah, which he was, was wearing silly. Green. But I mean, it was standard. Silly. I mean, the like whole that's thing in my was, closet. The whole he thing was, like, was silly. Yeah, it was all very silly. They definitely like in that in that encore production. They definitely like played up to the fact that it was like very low budget. Yeah, yeah, very. For like, sure. But they had binders. Like I, when Jake Gyllenhaal came out as Seymour, his first like introduction, he. The character trips and like knocks stuff over, but he tripped and threw his binder everywhere, and the pages went everywhere. So he like used it That's as good. a prop. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It was it was they did a very good job of like playing, acknowledging. It, yeah, like oh yeah, we get it. Yeah, yeah. Which is great. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm very, very yeah. Into when done that. when done well, yeah, it's it's, it's good for sure. Yeah. I think again, it's sort of that camp aesthetic yeah. of as long as you really lean into yeah. the mm-hmm. campiness yeah, of it. And sort of lean into the, this is bad. And we're right. aware that this is low budget. I'm more willing to forgive you for Absolutely. it being low budget than, you know, sort of like um, The Room. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, Tommy yeah. Wiseau movie, not the Brie Larson <laughs> film. <laughs> um, where it's just like, 
weirdly bad for reasons that are never quite explained. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, if you have the budget to get Rick Moranis and Steve Martin and Bill Murray and John Candy and Vincent Gardenia and Ellen Green, then you clearly yeah. are choosing to uh, be low budget for a reason. That's you guys, Are you guys familiar with other versions of like, how familiar are you with other versions? You're Meryl, you're familiar with the movie. Yeah. Probably I'm most best. familiar with the movie. I have seen the show. It's just yeah. been a while. Yeah. Uh, like recordings kind of you as well, or um, I've seen the movie and then I've seen the stage production sure. and for homework this past week, I've been listening to the latest Broadway revival. The so not the three? encores one. But it the was 03 like, one. yeah, the 03 yeah. one. Yeah. It took me, I mean, I, I always grew up with the movie as Same. well. Loved yeah. it. That's probably, probably still my favorite mm-hmm. versions mm-hmm. of it. But when I, we did that production, the guy who I understudied for, he got me into the 03 version. I really came around to that. I really liked what the dentist did, mm-hmm. though. I thought he brought, How his, was like, it? Well, we're some... like brought his own like unique take to some of the songs, like especially in the in the dentist mm-hmm. song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He you know, like holds some note for like a really long time and then like options up the octave and Okay. I don't know, just really kind of... For comedy? Like for comedic yeah, yeah, effect or just, just to like, show off? No, yeah. just a comedic effect. A little bit of both. I mean, I, I I mean, mean isn't if comedy you're just do, showing yeah, off? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 I say as the three of us sit in this room. <laughs> interesting take. Interesting take. Oh, take. interesting. Uh, I've been cooking that take for answer, a few days. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but... Yeah, I mean, um, I think Taron Kilm kind of did a similar thing yes. in the clip I saw in Agreed. Encores where he, which is impressive, as mm-hmm. I did not know Taron Kilm could sing. Did not either. And yep. he really, like, felt. Mm-hmm. Uh, he kind of, like, lets it's, that note yeah. kind of fully go. And it was really. I thought he really good. well cast for that. Really well that cast. That role. Yeah. I, I'm a big fan of Taron Kilm. Cast yeah. is killer. I'm a big Taron Kilm fan. Cast mm. is key. So, yeah. segue. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> Wow, we did it. <laughs> um, I texted the guys and said, um, just be thinking mm-hmm. about if you could fantasy cast any actor, any singer, um, in light of Brendan Urie's move uh, from Panic at the Disco lead singer to my playing a, the part. <laughs> to my heart. <laughs> to hey, playing he's a in part the city now Boots. with Jake Gyllenhaal, so we can talk both of them. Finally. Oh, take God. them both to my sex dungeon. I'm leaving now. Um, Isn't Brendan by? Yes, yeah, but married. But he's married. Oh, well, I don't care about that. <laughs> he can get a divorce. He can get a divorce. That's okay. <laughs> I'll mind the baggage. Anyway, so he's in Kinky Boots. So any singer, you know. So uh, I'm seeing that show now. Yeah. What you're saying. We're yeah, all gonna we're all going to go see it. I'll suck it up. I heard it sucks. I mean, <laughs> I heard it's a great show. Shoot. Harvey, there's no listen to this. Cindy uh, Lauper, I love you. Um... But yeah, I'd go see it for Brendan Urie. Yeah, for sure. I'd do a lot of things for Brendan Urie. Who wouldn't? <laughs> so handsome. Yeah. If you're listening, Brendan, I live at <laughs> one <Tweet> four six <laughs> two. Do do tweet at bits of Broadway do, over do, Broadway. Do tweet. <laughs> do tweet, um, please. So fantasy cast, you can cast any actor. They don't have to be necessarily Oof. Broadway, but if they are, you're a better person than me because you know who those people are. Um, but let's talk. Let's start with Seymour. We can kind of jump around, work mm-hmm. our way around. Any, any thoughts? 
I had Rick t- Moranis doesn't act anymore, yeah. so you can't um, have well, him back. Damn it. Let's resurrect that career. <laughs> We're trying. <laughs> Listen, if you're not coming back for Ghostbusters, right. you're done, I think. Yeah, for sure. I think you were really committed. Um, I, oh, I forgot that, yeah, he didn't. No, said he didn't want to. Bill Murray did, right? Yes. Yeah, he All had, of yeah. the, the three. living. Yeah. And then they had a bust of Howard. Mm-hmm. Harold Ramis. Harold Ramis. Yeah. Howard Harold. And Dan, Harold Ramis. Dan was in it. And Dan, Dan Aykroyd was, was in it. He was like and a cab driver or something. Mm. Yes. Yeah. And he said, I ain't afraid of no ghosts. I'm pretty sure, didn't he? Yeah, prob- that, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. I mean, why wouldn't. He's like, lady, I don't care. I ain't afraid of no ghosts. Yeah. Yeah. And everyone was like, ah! <laughs> Everyone like shit their yeah. pants. And then <laughs> Leslie Jones's uncle was um, the last Ghostbuster. Yep. Mm. Can't think of his name right now because I can't. It's fine. It'll come to me. There we go. Later, off mic, in a cold <laughs> sweat. Uh-huh. At about two o'clock in the morning, I'll sit straight up in bed and go. <gasps> call, call me, leave a voicemail. We'll edit it. In. Did yeah. you think it was about to happen? I thought. There? I thought if I could just trick my body into thinking <laughs> those were the current circumstances, <laughs> if I could just act hard enough, my body would remember. So, anyways, so <laughs> dreamcasting. Dreamca- dreamcast. <laughs> Tangent. So, Seymour. Um, any thoughts? Um, I had two thoughts in my, uh, nap time stupor today. Best time. The best time to think is when you're having a nap. (laughs) Um, that's our new jingle. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) Um, new intro. Yeah. I was thinking Darren Chris for Seymour just because I I kind of love him. I like that too. And he's like, yeah, he's very handsome, but he can also do goofy really well. I think so too. Um, and like he can sing, like he's yeah, been like doing that. the Hedwig tour, like. Oh, I had forgotten yeah. that. Oh, I didn't realize or, I he's I, not on it anymore. I guess I didn't realize it was touring. Yeah. Okay. Um. Did you see him in Hedwig? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. Um, I heard he did well. Good job. Yeah. I think I heard good things. Yeah, for sure. Um, and yeah, I think he's really talented. I mean, I do too. Yeah. I think he would do a really good job. Just because you that. got your start from Ryan Murphy doesn't mean you're a bad person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Murphy, please hire me. <laughs> Ryan Murphy, don't tweet at. <laughs> that's a re- that's I really like that. Yeah, he can play right? that like dorky. Yeah. Like, like just kind of unassuming guy. Yeah. yeah. But he's got the pipes to back it up. I he agree. Really I had written Ben Platt. Also. Oh, I didn't sure. even think of that. Yeah. So, um, so hot right now. He, he is, is so hot, so right, hot now. right now. But I was thinking, I've not seen Dear Evan Hansen, but I know he plays kind of an mm-hmm. awkward person yeah, in that. Yeah, but yeah. also I was thinking of um, Pitch Perfect, where he plays that weirdo, right. yes. kind of nerdy roommate. I think he's he's such a sweetie. Yeah. Um. Also has the pipes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I think either of those would be mm-hmm. an interesting. Those are really good. I don't have anything yeah. to top either of those. Yeah. yeah that's I, so Darren good. Kiss hey, is good. You guys. Should we be? Casting? Should we be it's casting directors? Uh, <laughs> casting yes. directors? If anyone knows how to be a casting director, <laughs> do tweet. If do anyone tweet. knows how to make it in this industry, please tweet at us. <laughs> we are desperately trying to figure it out. Um. Okay. So I think that's great <laughs> for Seymour. I love those. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I really do. Um. Okay. So Audrey. Oh. It's weird because with Seymour as, I, I was thinking every actress i wrote down is a little older mm-hmm. is quite a bit older than either ben platt or darren chris who'd you, right. who'd you have um i wrote down just because i've been watching a brick for kimmy schmidt um yes. jane krakowski yes that's good um i really like her I and she her. can sing she's yeah. been on broadway a couple times uh 
I also wrote down. Um, what are you talking about? She, Jenna Maroney is a number one recording artist. <laughs> balls, 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 balls. Um, my muffin top is all that. So I wrote down Jane. Um, I wrote Gaga with two question marks. Interesting. Um, That's a cause she strange can sing. She can. Yeah. She's a good singer. Yeah. Um, yeah. I never saw American Horror Story. I don't know if she can act, but she, she got like an Emmy, right? Or a Globe. Did She's awarded. She got nominated. Okay. I don't remember. I, I wasn't, I mean, I only watched like half of that season with mm-hmm. her. She wasn't terrible, but she okay. wasn't my favorite part. She, I just felt like she kind of played herself. Yeah. It, yeah. At least yeah. in the, the first one that she was in, it was just like the, ho- I think that was Hotel. Hotel, yeah. yeah. Just like this lady who wears avant-garde costumes. Right. And I feel like she would be, I think she'd have a good voice, but it would be tough to do the camp, which is where I think Jane Krakowski yeah. would sure. be <clears throat> great. For She's sure. very into that weirdo absurdist. I don't know. I think, mm-hmm. I think Gaga could do it, though. Yeah. Like, like with the right director. on like SNL in some of the clips with Lonely Island. Yeah. Like, oh, you remember yeah. like the, the uh, three-way? three-way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I think she kind of has that timing. Yeah, I think it, you're it right. It could be good. Yeah. I think... If she was opposite the right Seymour yes. and with a good director, Agreed. someone could pull it out. Yeah, for, yeah, sure. Yeah. for sure. So those those were my suggestions. I was just trying to think of blonde ladies. <laughs> as though you can't dye yes. a dirty brown See, my, hair. My, my only thought <laughs> was... Or put a wig on. I mean, if it's Broadway, we have money for a lace front, right? Wow. Let's, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we need to calm down. Let's <laughs> not go with a lace front. We still don't even we know. We can wh- buy a box of peroxide. <laughs> don't need to spend wig money on this. <laughs> a wig. <laughs> a wig money. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just like was like, oh, who are the blonde people I know? Forgetting that you can change people's mm-hmm. hair. Right. <laughs> like hair like most of immutable. these like fan people that freak out when. Yes. Like, yeah. uh, what's her name from Hunger Games? When she was cast. Oh, like, uh, uh, um. Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, she's a blonde. Yeah. Katniss has brown hair. <laughs> It'll <laughs> there, be all right. Can, <laughs> it, it, there is a right. thing hey called man, dye. We can make that happen. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> God. Excuse me. Um, so, yeah. For some reason, the only one that popped in my head uh, was Ariana Grande. I don't know why. I really, okay. She I, does have that, like, sort of high, thready voice. Like, yeah. And I don't know. I like her voice, but I really. <laughs> Like I really nice. liked how she played Penny in that uh, the live version of Hairspray. Mm-hmm. <gasps> That's right. I she's like, there's like a little goofy. I don't know. There's something yeah. about it. I didn't like love it, but for some reason she was the only person that popped she's in my head. She's definitely kind of got like a weirder. She's done like that weirder kind of like yeah. sense of humor before because mm-hmm. in that show that she did on Nickelodeon when I was in high school and I would watch it <laughs> when I would be that home. That was her, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that okay. was her. Okay. I don't That's remember what it was called. Like Victorious? Victorious. There mm-hmm. it was. Um I know. I'm on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> I, know the, I know what the kids But watch. she like her character was like really weird a and like kind of right? like a ditzy kind of character. That's what I mean about that weird voice. She has that yeah. high yeah. Yeah, she's kind of like an. I, I don't know. Right. I feel like she may be able to bring something kind of interesting for yeah. a bit, With or at least like star power to the. Oh, cast. for sure. They're like Ariana Grande. Yeah, as yeah. For Audrey. Sure. Ariana Grande and Ben Platt. Yeah. Um, and she was in Greece. Or no, what was she? Was she? Hairspray. 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 So, um, the Grease live. Uh, mm-hmm. sh- I don't remember what role she played, but Heather Donahue. She's, um, she's also in You're the Worst. <clears throat> She has a really high pitched voice. I think mm-hmm. she played the girl with glasses and pigtails. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, she also can sing. She was in Grease Live. Yeah. Um, 
she has one of those high voices. I think she would. I just now that popped into my brain. She's mm. a brunette that I discounted. <laughs> get the reasons. peroxide um, can't see it can't see it but she has kind of one of those those high voice i think she'd be really good at that I think yeah she'd be really good at, at that camp so lots nice. of options yeah. for audrey i good like options it. for audrey good options like for seymour it. yeah okay oh, um answer. the next person i wrote down was mushnik but i mean we can also skip to the dentist <laughs> i don't think <laughs> mushnik's not like an integral character for me i mean he's great don't get me right. wrong um the the movie mushnik i just like love mm-hmm. um, he's kind of got to be one of those like sort of a father figure but also right. not he's not a good person no it's sort of like um fagan from like oliver <clears throat> and company like, yeah oliver twist like where he's sort of a father figure but he's also not good right not <laughs> a good person is bad um, um yeah, I don't know. I wrote down Mandy Patinkin, but that's just because I want good. old Mandy <sighs> to come back, baby. Yes. <laughs> and also, I have like a weird hot, not a hot dad crush. I guess it's more like a hot grandfather crush. But I mean, like, but I'm like, into it. Yeah. I'm into it too. <laughs> um, and I don't know if anyone's seen Come From Away, the mm-hmm. musical that's... Not yet. You should. Anyway, the mayor from that show, the guy okay. who plays the mayor, I think is a really... He's just like a gruff kind of... Mm-hmm. I think he has a good voice for it for sure i was gonna look up that actor's name and then i didn't do that mm-hmm. so it's okay <laughs> so, so sorry <laughs> um dentist dentist ideas nick oh Anyone? boy is this who you is this the one you came up with? no ariana oh. was the one oh, I ariana came up was with. The yeah one. that was okay, it. that okay. was like the only one who's that like a like... good they, the key is they gotta be mean but funny mean but funny yeah right. i wrote down jason sudeikis that is good. Yeah, he mm. can play that asshole really well. Yeah, but I don't know if he can sing. Probably not. True. Taron Kilm was a great choice. Yes. For encores. Was truly, truly. Yeah, he's got that funny, funny turn, but also he's a little bit of a, I think he could play mean. He's like, that guy's kind of crazy. Yeah. Like It's hard to beat Steve Martin. I it think. really yeah, is. Yeah, it really to, is. To beat Steve it's hard Martin. to beat that. Because like, he was so f- just phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's just uh, iconic almost it's mm-hmm. really a good role for him mm-hmm. really have to want that dude to die yeah <laughs> so <laughs> yeah because you have to be willing to step into the morally gray <laughs> you gotta be willing is murder to... <laughs> okay mm-hmm. um meat is murder um i don't know oh, oh or i wrote santino fontana oh yeah right yeah i didn't so, even think of that because his character in crazy ex-girlfriend is like kind of mean that biting, but you really love him yeah i definitely want to sleep with him but uh, also every single day. he'd be so mean to me which i'm he has also to play the, the bad guy in frozen too right yeah, yeah and he yeah. was the bad guy in frozen hans yeah yeah so that's I, actually that's a, that would actually be really good i think yeah i think i'd like yeah. to see that <clears throat> i i considered him for seymour but i don't think he's nerdy enough no, he needs like a no. little sweetie mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> Right. You have to be really unassuming for, for that <laughs> role. Yeah. Um, and Audrey, too. I couldn't think of anybody. I was actually thinking, I, so I don't know the actor's name, and okay. I've been watching the season, the series, for however long. Uh-huh. But the guy who plays Coriolanus Birch in <gasps> Unbreakable Kenny Schmidt. In Unbreakable Kenny Schmidt, yes. I think his, he played the genie on Broadway, right? Yeah, he did. Did I make that up? That's I think, funny, because I was going to say the dude who played the genie on Broadway. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> that was the person that yeah. came to my mind too because his voice is just he's just yeah. got that such a deep rich voice uh-huh. and James he's Monroe Inglehart yeah and yeah. he's like really Inglehart. good at just like 
playing with his voice, and he's very funny on Kimmy Schmidt. Yes. Yeah. Um, he kind of plays a bad guy there yeah, too, though. Exactly. And I'm also like, if I were to just listen to his voice, I, I mean, like, I would definitely want to sleep with his voice. Yes. <laughs> because yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. really it's very sexual seductive and, and rich. Rich and James Monroe Idleheart. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. what I was going to say too. I fully. That is hysterical that's yeah. so funny <laughs> all right guys we're now we're cooking crushing um, it we're crushing it <laughs> who wants to produce um, <laughs> who has 15 million dollars <laughs> to launch this production <laughs> we're gonna take it to the Nederlanders. i first. will be the plant a little one <laughs> like little like little singing back up yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, ah! um, okay so the three do wop girls i think crystal chiffon ronette yeah i think that's their names um i had one written down i kind of want to like gender bend it a little ooh, i thought titus be burgess would be yeah great that'd be cool I like um that. i think because his voice is a little too high for the plants right so i was thinking i think he'd be really good as yeah one of the do wop girls um jasmine Cephas jones she okay. plays yeah. peggy in hamilton mm-hmm. she's peggy on the cast recording um, I don't know. I like her voice. I could only think of those two, but I think any three that have good. Yeah, you Des- just have to Destiny's harmonize. Child. Yeah, <laughs> let's just bring. In. <laughs> We're gonna have. Sorry, I just hit the mic with my face. We're gonna have the, re- the reunion Destiny's in our production. Beyonce is gonna be playing a bit role in <laughs> Little Shop of Horrors. But the best part is, is that it's gonna be Beyonce, and then the other two. Yeah. Are gonna pop out of the floor <laughs> like they did at the Super Bowl. Yeah, exactly. Okay, investors, yeah. we're gonna need another two million dollars. <laughs> we need seventeen mil. We need to spring these girls <laughs> on the floor. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That's Destiny's good. Child. Destiny's mm-hmm. Child. Yeah. Or uh, to be TLC. Yeah. Oh. If we can't get them, yeah, yeah, we'll get TLC. Well, if we can't get Destiny's Child. Yeah. Oh, those are those are solid. <laughs> it just came to me. I'm very into that. Great. Um, That'd be funny. Bring back Candy Burris from Escape to fill in the missing member of TLC. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love Candy Burris. All my Real Housewives fans. Amazing. We can, you can tweet at me. We can chat about it. <laughs> that's, that's the uh, other podcast. Yeah, that's my other podcast. Yeah. The Real Housewives podcast. I'm just constantly trying to find people to talk about it with. No one will do it. I don't watch it. They're all it. trying to I'm watch really like sorry. prestige television like Game of Thrones. <laughs> Y'all are missing out on Was the greatest television. <laughs> Only a little gone. Only a little. Only a little shade. Getting dragged left and right today. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> both sides. Um yeah, that was so. That's Little Shop of Horrors. Uh, Nick, yes. man in chair, this for us. Yeah. Why do you love Little Shop of Horrors? I'm sure we've covered it, but I don't. Know. I just I love the music. I think the songs are really f- funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the comedy, the dark comedy. That's mm-hmm. right up my alley. Like yeah, Sweeney Todd. Mm-hmm. This just twisted, mm-hmm. and the characters are really good. You can you really want to root for Seymour. For sure. And he's, you can tell he's in a bind. He loves Audrey and right. just like wants to do right, but wants to be yeah. good. And I love that he nicknames the plant Tui. Yes. Called the Audrey Tui. Yeah. And he just like as a pet name refers to it as Tui. Yeah. And I think it's so cute. Yeah. <laughs> he's just a really like endearing character that you mm-hmm. can fall for. Yeah. You definitely identify yeah. with. And, yeah. and I love a, a good tragic end. Yes, it's, I'm a I love it. when that's kind of part of the um, unexpectedness mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. Like 
when it's not predictable also sometimes when the villain wins yeah. i love that I love it. yeah 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 it's um it's definitely an abrupt turn that's kind of a problem i have with lots of like the marvel movies and like comic mm-hmm. book movies like i know what's gonna happen they're gonna win they're gonna defeat the vi- it doesn't good feel guy's not like gonna stay states. dead or be hurt right. yeah, exactly like, the good guy fine. comes back to life yeah Right. Through some circumstance or science or whatever, <laughs> you know, the team falls apart, but then they come back together to defeat the villain. Right. And this feels very, uh, I think you're very unsure. Sure. You don't know how mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, to yeah. defeat this plant. Um, but yeah, I agree. It's, uh, it's that's, unpredictable. Yeah, th- that's why I love it. Yeah. It's like I said, the songs, Alan Menken. Um, and oh, yeah. Incredible. Incredible. Can't top it. Mm-hmm. I, whenever I'm listening to it, I usually will listen to this and then Little Mermaid. Yes. Also because they're both little, little. You yeah, know, yeah. Little, little. So sure. It's yeah. Easy to go from one to I'm, the other, but yeah, yeah. Connor. Absolutely. Um. Yeah. I mean, all of that, and then I also, like I've said before, I really love the um campiness and the um like playing off of the sci-fi B movies because mm-hmm. I love those movies. Okay. They're such garbage. Yes. And <laughs> they're like They are not They good. are not good at all, but I love them because they were trying so hard. It's full commitment. It's to just the like bit. full commitment to the bit and I'm like, you guys are living your truth. <laughs> <laughs> it's yes. not good yeah. and i'm here for it Absolutely. um so i really love that uh aspect of it and then the the music is just incredible um and you know i just feel like every song is a banger in yeah. there. <laughs> like is. every song yeah. is a banger I agree. so fun to listen to I agree. to belt at two in the morning when uh. you're drinking with your roommates <laughs> yep. how can you not scream lines like down on Skid Row, where depression right. is just status quo. Right, that's such so a good, good line. It is. It's such a Skid Row is. I'm, pr- such I'm pretty a sure that's song. where I learned what status quo was. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And my um my heart says doo-wop girl, but my type <laughs> says hobo that sings in Skid Row. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I'm the like old haggard woman walking home at the, the very lady. beginning of that yes. song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who's just talking about like going to work and punching him right. and going home sadly at 5 p.m. <laughs> to her like terrible home in the project. Right. <laughs> My dream role. Um, the role you were born to play. The role I was born to play. Uh, yes, yes. Yeah. So, Meryl, Man in Chair, why do you love this show? I do. I love this show. Um, I think probably it was one of the f- my first introductions to musicals, mm-hmm. and so it's kind of one of those like, oh yeah, it was my first. <laughs> so I love it. Um, but yeah, I mean, again, not to reiterate everything that we've said, but campiness, the music. Um, yeah. It was kind of one of those. Again, I was a very dramatic child. It's amazing <laughs> my parents didn't just like ignore me forever. Um, but I, I always had those feelings of I grew up in a small town, so I was always like, "There's more to life," mm-hmm. and that kind of there's there's that message, uh, especially with Audrey. That character is like there's a yearning right. for more than what she has, and for thinking she. Um, she like she wants love and she wants a better life mm-hmm. and I really identified with that even though I had a very good life I'd like to just like <laughs> I had a I had a great I had a better than I got it now so I don't know what I was singing about but 
you know, um, yeah, that, that sort of attracted me to mm-hmm. it. And then I think everyone kind of when they're going through their awkward phase feels that kinship with Seymour yeah. of like, oh, geez, oh, gosh, right. that kind of. And liking you know, like somebody. Liking somebody who it's mm-hmm. sort of feels well, probably out of your, yeah, yeah, but yeah. he's kind of like the classic underdog story yeah. where Absolutely. he comes out on top. He gets the girl in the movie. It's a little more. He gets the girl. He gets the house. He gets the money. And right. Then, you know. Um, but then he loses it. Then all. he loses it. It's a real monkey's paw. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think probably when I was younger, I was more of an Act One kind of. I didn't really ever listen mm-hmm. to the second. Right. Act. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Or listen to it less. I you know all yep. the good stuffs in the, the it's a top heavy musical. So. Right. Um, but yeah, I just uh, I <clears throat> loved it when I was little, and I kind of even now every track is a banger. Like yeah. I was just listening to it yesterday. And drying my hair and singing along is kind of one of those I learned. Uh, it would be really hard for me to listen to another recording mm-hmm. of it because I'm just so used to the movie yeah, soundtrack. Of course. Like I can, I sort of taught myself to sing mm-hmm. um, a little bit on on those recordings, and yeah. I pitch my voice right. in the same way yep. and yep. the same like runs and the same you know yeah. Um, chord progressions that kind of thing so it's just a it's near and dear to my heart and i think everyone should watch it and you can come over to my house and watch it with me <laughs> have it on dvd For and i'll sure. watch it whenever you want mm-hmm. amazing <laughs> um yeah so if you guys have any questions comments concerns if you want to be a guest on the podcast we'd yeah. love to have anybody um one of the Especially shout out a couple of thanks to Nick, our yeah, engineer, sure. who so edits much. this thanks. and uh, sits and listens to it over and over again. He's a true godsend. <laughs> um, Connor, thank you for <gasps> being here oh. and doing this very dumb <laughs> thing with me. Thank you, Meryl, for <laughs> for. Uh, I don't even know for getting the ball rolling. I mean, yeah. this is kind of your baby, and yeah. I'm so happy to be a part of it. <laughs> That's, and uh, thanks to Autumn Mischler. She's going to be doing our, um, hopefully by the time this comes out, our our cover photo. She'll, she's doing oh, all yeah. the artwork for that. So. Thank you, Autumn. Yeah, thanks, Autumn, because I can't. <laughs> so, I'm so glad someone else can. Um, you can find us. Uh, on SoundCloud, we are Bits Over Broadway. Mm-hmm. You can find us on Twitter uh, at Bits Over B Way. So it's just B W A Y. And then Tumblr, same thing, Bits Over Broadway. Nice. Didn't we, know we had a Tumblr. We do. We don't have a, uh, it just feeds. We from didn't our, work okay. last week from our SoundCloud. I'm so um, happy, you guys. Yeah. So please uh, leave us a note. Let us know what you think. Yeah. Subscribe, download. Um, And thanks for listening. Yeah, for sure. Bye. 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 And we're clear.